In case you haven't heard, I'm super excited and honored to have been nominated for three awards through the Business from the Heart Awards run by Canada's Your Holistic Earth organization. I've been nominated for the Quality Care Award, the Champion Award, which means supporting other businesses, as well as the Entrepreneur of the Year Award. I had hoped to be nominated for just one, so I'm ecstatic to have been nominated for just three. And the reason I'm sharing this with you is because now this is where you come in. If you love listening to my podcast, if you find this information helpful, educational, then I would love to ask you to vote for me in these awards. I will drop the link in the show notes uh, as to where you can go to vote and voting is open until October the 15th. So if that aligns, please support me. Thank you so very much. And now on to the podcast. Imagine getting up every day full of energy as if you were in your 20s again. What would that be like? What would that be worth to you? What is your health worth to you? Think about it. Your health isn't everything, but without it, everything else is nothing. And yet too many of us are taking it for granted until something goes wrong. No one wakes up hoping to be diagnosed with a disease or chronic illness. And yet we've never been taught how to be proactive in our health through our school system or public health. As a registered health coach and integrative health practitioner, I believe it is time this information is made available to everyone. Combining new knowledge around your health and the ability to do my functional medicine lab tests in the comfort of your own home will allow you to optimize your health for today and all your tomorrows. Don't wait for your wake-up call. Hi, I just wanted to take a moment to let you know that I have launched my YouTube channel and all of my podcasts are being loaded there as well. So if you're enjoying listening to the podcast, you might like to try uh, watching them, particularly the interviews on my YouTube channel. And I would love to be able to brand my YouTube channel, but I need 100 subscribers first. So I'm going to drop the link to my YouTube channel in the show notes. And if that's something that's of interest to you, I would love it if you could go there, click on it and subscribe and help me get to a place where it can be branded. Thanks so much and enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. My name is Melissa Dealey, your podcast host, and I'm excited to bring to you today my friend and client, Jenny Courier. Welcome, Jenny. Hello. So awesome to so awesome to have you here. So just to introduce Jenny to the audience here. Jenny has been a licensed practical nurse for 17 years, working mainly in the field of mental health. She also started her own foot care business in 2013 and has been a family caregiver since 2008. In 2018, the burnout became unbearable. And at this time is when she actually started working with me and learning about nutrition and the impact of sugar on her health. And this inspired her to then take her health coaching certification in order to teach others about the impact of sugar, because it truly is in everything and it is toxic to the human body. So I'm excited to have you share your journey with sugar with us today, Jenny. I'm excited to be here. 
So if you want to just kind of start out sharing a little bit about your background, how you got into nursing, et cetera. And uh, of course, being a caregiver, it is so common to get into the situation of burnout. So you've also done a lot of work around self-care as well. So let's uh, start sharing this with the audience. Yeah, so um, I got into nursing in my late 20s and um, just kind of it it fit. I am a natural caregiver. I have two hearts on each sleeve and I, I care more for others than my own self leading, which actually ended up leading to the burnout. Um, but uh, yeah, so I did my nursing um, and then I specialized in foot care. Uh, I've had a passion for feet for since I was 13. Um, and so both of the jobs have been wonderful. Um, I mainly, I mainly work in mental health now, which is interesting and trying at times. <laughs> um, but it's wonderful to see even the, the smallest of progress and, um, and even going through my own burnout and realizing that I can help my coworkers and friends with their burnout, just uh, by giving them simple tips with, it, with health and the health coaching. Um, yeah, and it's really, it's been wonderful. And um, I yeah. love the fact that you are using your health coaching to help others because of course, burnout is a big problem with caregivers. And like you, they have two hearts, one on each sleeve, care more for others than themselves. And that doesn't end well when it goes too far that way. And my series, my theme of the podcast, just prior to talking about sugar this month was self-care. So anybody who wants to learn more about self-care, you can go back to the previous four episodes in that theme because it is so absolutely critical. And when we are caring for others, we tend to forget to care for ourselves. And sometimes it's, it's not easy. Like there isn't anybody else to care for the family member or it's our job and it's short staffed and we keep getting called in and not to mention, you know, working night shifts and then day shifts and that messes with sleep and that makes us less resistant to stress. And it also makes us less resilient overall. Right. So unfortunately, exactly. there's many people that are on the path to burnout or have burned out as a result of caring for others. You are definitely not alone. But what I love is that you took action. You got onto your own healing journey and then you actually did your health coaching certification and are now putting that to use helping others, which is wonderful. I love it. Yeah. And it's that whole, that, that whole swing thing that just hit a note with me because that's when the sugar comes cravings come in the worst, the worst is when you don't have that proper sleep and right. it it's hard to control that it, you're tired, you're exhausted. You're just going for the quick, I got to stay up because I've got to take a family member to an appointment and you're going for that sugary latte or that muffin or donut or whatever, right. To keep you up and keep you going. Right. And yeah. And it's a vicious cycle. It really is. It is. It's that quick energy that the brain is asking for because we get energy from either food or sleep. Right. And if we haven't had enough sleep, cause we've done a night shift, but we got to get up and do stuff for the family during the day or we just haven't slept well because of stress or whatever, the brain's gonna be looking for energy and asking us for energy. And it is 
it, it, we're so programmed to go for those quick fixes. It could be coffee, but the body treats coffee in a very similar way to it treating sugar and it spikes insulin or it's sugar that is spiking insulin and we feel great for a while and then we crash and then we're needing more and we do it again and again and again. And so um, there's many tools that we can put in place to help with this. Uh, but just before I go down that path, I just also want to say that I think when we first talked about you doing your health coaching certification, I had made one comment that if I felt like if everybody in the world had time to do this one certification, that the world would be a much, much healthier place exactly. because the information we learned there that I didn't know six years ago when I was in the corporate world, if everybody knew that they could make better choices in their nutrition, in their sleep, in managing their stress, in their exercise. And they would want to, because they know how people aren't deliberately doing things to negatively impact their health. It's just, they haven't been taught how to optimize it. Right. So I love that you did that. And you're sharing that because the more people like you and I get this message out, the more people can benefit and take small action steps to improve their health. So let's, let's just talk about sugar. And I've heard you say before that sugar is your cocaine. It it definitely is. Um, it, it changes my relationship with food. Um, I, I, two years ago, I did really well with Melissa. I, I, um, just a little short story here. And then I got into a car accident, which set me not working for nine months. And I spiraled, I just completely spiraled and got back into the sugar and it just, it changes my relationship with food. Cause I'm just looking for that sugar high all the time. Like when normally when I learned with Melissa is to use food for energy, I, I use food for comfort. I use food to get past the boredom of being laid up for nine months. Um, and yeah. And then, so it just, yeah, it's my cocaine. It's, um, and it's hard to get to set myself back up. Right. Of course, through the health coaching and Melissa's help, I have tools. Um, currently I've been off for, um, off the, I've been on sugar for about a year, just over a year now. And I'm currently transitioning to go back off sugar. So with Melissa's help, I, she taught me about cleansing. So I do a quick seven day cleanse to get me started in the right way. And then I go back into my off sugar. Um, the, uh, I really love and learned uh, JJ Virgin's uh, sugar impact scale. And it, it just changed my life. I don't even, when I'm on that, I don't even think about food until it's like, I'm, I'm hungry and you know, I'm not always looking for food, which is, it's so, it's so amazing to be in that place and not have your life run by, by cravings and food. Right. And so that uh, JJ Virgin's um, sugar impact program is uh, what I teach in my kick the sugar habit program. So she, through our health coaching certification, we were trained in teaching her program and it's all about, um, slowly reducing sugar out of our diet so that we're not 
kicking and cravings, right? Which are too hard to overcome. So we slowly let the body adjust to releasing the sugar and then eating nutrient dense food so that we are fueling our body for energy, giving it the nutrients that it needs. And when we do that, we don't need those quick fixes because the body is satiated. And it's understanding where different foods fall as to are they high sugar impact? Are they medium sugar impact? Are they low sugar impact? And moving ourselves out of the high sugar impact food column into the medium and into the low. And then determining where are we going to live for our life? Because each of us has a different tolerance to sugar, just like we have a different tolerance to alcohol or a different tolerance to coffee. And some people are very sensitive to sugar like you are, hence why you say it's your cocaine and other people are not so sensitive to sugar, but they might be really sensitive to coffee. That would be me. And understanding that so we know where we need to live in order to best serve our body. And that's what you've done through this program. And that's what you're going to now go back and redo because you know you can and you're getting back on track after your accident and, and recovery phase. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting too, because it's through this, through this program and health coaching as well, you realize how the foods affect your body. So with sugar, it, my, I get inflammation so bad too, as well. Like my joints get inflamed and, you know, I'm, I'm using it. Oh, it's cause I walk too far or that kind of thing, but it's actually the sugar that is causing my joints to hurt and be inflamed. And I like, yeah, three years ago, I would have never have known that. Right. And the, it's, so I know when I need to smarten up, like if I can't get out of the chair, like a young person that I am, I'm looking like I'm 85. It's time to knock off the sugar. Right. And move forward. Exactly. So. And I love how you said that because you're now in tune with your body and you're listening to it, and you're recognizing it talking to you. And so instead of just accepting your sore joints as aging, or, you know, I walked too far, you're actually realizing what the root cause of it is. It's the, it's the sugar, which is highly inflammatory. And when you stop eating sugar, that inflammation naturally goes down. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Even being off sugar for two days, my inflammation has been decreased. Yeah. I love that. It's yeah. I love that because the human body is incredible at self-healing. That's what it's designed to do. And when we create the environment for it to be able to do that, it responds so quickly. Yes. And then that motivates you to keep going. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, I know you've fallen off. You had a car accident, which is awful. And it was a long recovery. And what I like to say to people too, about falling off is we're all human. We're not perfect. We might fall off. And that's also part of the learning, right? It's if we fall off and we feel like crap, well, guess what? We're going to remember that we feel like crap. And that's going to be imprinted in the brain too, to be like, yeah, I feel like crap. I don't want to do that again. So that next time when we're, you know, life circumstances are pulling us towards falling off, the memory the brain pulls up might be, that's not the answer because I remember feeling like crap, right? 
And when we change habits, it takes time. And we have to, you know, for so long in your life, your brain's memory is give me sugar, give me sugar, give me sugar. I want the high, high, high. Right. And now we're replacing that with sugar creates inflammation, sugar creates pain. And we got to get the brain to remember that so that you uh, can make better choices. Exactly. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the tools too, that you have in, you know, getting yourself back on track and um, changing your habits and, and getting off sugar. There's many things that, you know, we've talked about over the years. So what are some of your go-to tools that are coming to the top of your mind now that you're going to be re-implementing? Um, my, my definite, my number one morning go-to that I haven't been doing is the lemon and flax. That's like the best start to the day. And then, um, so let's just say lemon water with some flaxseed in it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Just that, so people know. Beautiful little cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to think of it as a cocktail because yeah, you getting off the booze is good too, right? But yeah, it's nice to say, hey, that's a cocktail. Okay. <laughs> just use some words. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then using um recipes like um just um good smoothie recipes and um like the doing the quick um, seven day cleanse um, with equilibrium Mm -hmm. and their detox cleanse is really wonderful. So I usually start out that way and then just um, using recipes. um, I use a a tracker to track my water, track what I'm eating um, and menu planning as well. So I do a menu plan, which when you're busy and you're working weird shifts, it's so important. And yeah. uh, there's just, there's no thought to the food. If this is what it on the menu, it's in the fridge, it's ready to go done. Right. And yeah. it's wonderful. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's really key for people when they're starting to change the way that they're eating or they're on any program is to be prepared. And if you just take a little bit of time to go through the recipes that are provided and then you know, plan out the meals, get the grocery shopping done and then make the meals so that everything's ready for the week ahead. Then when you're hungry, you have good options to choose from that are going to serve your body versus, you know, let you down. And it's usually people fall off programs when they're hungry and they don't have anything to eat that is within the program. So they cheat. And then after they cheat, they're like, well, I blew it now. So I might as well just stop. And you know what, if you blow it, my attitude is get right back on, right? Because the next meal is the next meal or it's the next day. You can keep going one cheat meal or one, you know, eating the wrong food isn't the end of it. It's better to get right back on and keep going. And then think about why did that happen? And how do I stop that happening next time? And usually it's by being more prepared. Exactly. And I like to, uh, years ago, you had said this comment to me, I think it was from um, Dr. Mark Hyman, or did I say that right? Yeah, Dr. Mark Hyman. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm not here for the food, I'm here for the people. And I say that over and over again, all the time when I'm out with friends, or COVID has been a little bit more, there hasn't been that stress of that. But I still say that, right? I still, no, I'm here for the the people I'm not here for the food and 
yeah, it really helps to get through get togethers and through social well. events. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, there are many times where we, you know, we will be doing detoxes or just trying to change the way we eat and we get invited to social things and people might be like, oh, well, I can't go because of this, right? Well, you still can go because you can talk to whoever it is that's organizing it. Maybe it's BYO. Well, can you bring a salad? Um, You know, maybe you just bring your own meal if it's not a whole, you know, everybody brings something and be there for the people, but not for the food. And if you're dining out at a restaurant, there's so many things that you can do at restaurants these days. If it's just, you know, getting a small piece of protein and salad with a dressing on the side and maybe some steamed veggies. Well, that's going to be a beautiful meal that can be absolutely delicious that fits within any clean eating program that you're trying to get yourself on. So we don't have to miss out on social occasions, but again, it takes a little bit more planning. Maybe you have to look at the menu ahead of time. I've had clients send me menus that are doing the detox and say, I'm going to this restaurant tonight. Is there anything on here I can eat? And I can always find something for them. So yeah, Yeah. planning is important for sure. Planning is key. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And you mentioned something earlier too, that was really important for you. And that was sleep. So what do you do around sleep to ensure that you're getting enough sleep so that you're rested? And then that's one less reason for your brain to ask for more energy. Yeah. And that's the whole the starting the power down hour is, is very key for me. Like if I want to be in bed by 10, I'm shutting electronics down and stuff by eight. And, um, my room is my, my sleeping zone. It's not, there's nothing else going on in there. So, um, it's quiet, it's calm. There's no stimulation in there. So it's keeping that zone as a sleep zone and not, not an activity zone. <laughs> right. And right. not taking screens to bed and looking at them late into the night and stimulating the brain, etc. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So what and else are you I, doing in your power down hour? What works for you? Um, I like to uh, do some stretching mm-hmm. um, and um, do the whole, if there's a few dishes to be done, do that, do some stretching, then do my bathroom routine. And then um maybe some reading right and then off off to bed I go and yeah I usually fall asleep fairly quickly that's awesome and I know you also have a morning routine in that you like to get up and go to the gym first thing yes and you get everything out and ready the night before exactly yes oh I forgot yeah I do do that it's just just like such a habit now you don't think about it anymore exactly yes exactly yep and then yeah getting everything set up for the morning so it's just quick grab and go and you're not struggling to find your leggings or whatnot right (laughs) exactly So, so yeah those are all great tools to help support um energy and ensure that with that meal planning and with good sleep, you're fueling the body and giving it the energy it needs. So it doesn't have to ask for quick energy. Yes. So I love that. Um, Is there anything else that you would like to share about with your experience around sugar? Um, Sorry, I've drawn a blank. (laughs) I remember one thing that you did that was really effective for you and you started ordering groceries online. And this was even before COVID. 
And that was so that you could just order exactly what you needed and you weren't tempted by the things that were your comfort foods in the grocery store. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, or there's something, there's some new M&M out or something and it's like, oh, I've got to try it. Right. But it's like, nope, you can't do that when you, you shop online. That was, that's helpful. And then eventually you get past that and you're able to go back into the store and you don't even want those things anymore because they're not in your life anymore. So it's, yeah. And that's something else uh, that I want to say is we have sweet taste buds and we need to honor our sweet taste buds, but our taste buds don't want the super, super sweet of all the processed food with all this added sugar. And when we eat a lot of that, our taste buds get desensitized. But when we kick sugar out and we stop eating all that processed sugar, our taste buds get to resensitize so that you could have a piece of pineapple and it might be the sweetest thing you've had in a long time or a raspberry or you know, even carrots are sweet. And we can use sweet spices too, like cinnamon and ginger and cloves, et cetera. Nutmeg, not ginger, sorry. Um, So we do still have to honor our sweet taste buds, but we can do it in a different way because they too adapt very quickly. And those, as you mentioned, those previous, you know, sweet tooth things that we used to eat are not in our life anymore because if we even put them in our mouth, it would be like, oh, that's disgusting. I can't even swallow it. It's too sweet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I love how far you've come. I love how when you fall off track, you know how to get back on track and you listen to your body. And it's yeah. so important because we all have cancer cells in our body and sh- they have 15 times the number of sugar receptors than healthy cells. Wow. So when we're eating sugar, we're actually feeding our cancer cells. And we don't want to do that. No, <laughs> nobody no, wants to don't. do that, right? <laughs> So um, kicking sugar out is really, really important. Something you mentioned at the very beginning, actually, before we started recording, I want you to share your your story with your sister, but you were talking about your sisters now reading food labels. And what I'm really excited about is that by the end of 2022 in Canada, there's new labeling around sugar that's required. So now companies are starting to slowly bring it in. Right now, as everybody knows, when you buy a product, the ingredients are listed, not in alphabetical order, but in order of the ingredient that makes up most of the product is listed first, and then next and next and next. So the ingredient with the least amount in the product is at the very bottom of the list. Well, there's 50 names for sugar because the food industry got really smart and wanted to make it hard for consumers to figure out how much sugar was in a product. So they made up all these new names and they're all scientific names. And it's hard to know, right? So all of those things right now are scattered throughout the label because there's different quantities of each type of sugar. Mm -hmm. By December, 2022, all of those have to be added up as one thing, sugar. So sugar is going to be first on many, many, many labels because it says sugar. And then in brackets, it's going to list all those different names of sugar. And when you add up the quantity of all of those things, it's definitely going to jump up to being number one. And I've always said, you don't want to buy anything that has sugar in the top three ingredients. 
And now we're going to see how many things actually have an incredible amount of sugar in them that you don't even think about. And that's where the sneaky sugar inventory is really powerful in my program, because you start to realize, oh my God, I didn't know there was sugar in this. I didn't know there was sugar in that. And you think you're not eating much sugar, but it all adds up. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I, right now with reading the labels, I, it says sugar. So then I look at, I actually look at that little white piece above the ingredients to see, mm-hmm. see how much sugar. Yes. And then I go down and okay, well, what is the, where's the sugar coming from? Like if it's right. from like a maple syrup or a honey, I'm more okay with that than I right. am refined sugar right. or like the dextrins or that kind of thing. Right. So, mm-hmm. or the fructose kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And that's a good point is to look up top too, because um, one teaspoon of sugar is equal to um, four grams of sugar, right? One teaspoon. So if you look at something like a small juice pack, schools, you know, gone back and kids take juice boxes to school and you think fruit juice is healthy because it's coming from a fruit and that's great. It's natural sugars, unless you're buying an added sugar one, but it's mostly natural sugars, except that when you take the sugar out of the fruit, you no longer have the fiber to help with the body processing that sugar. So when you're just getting the fructose from the fruit, it's spiking insulin. And it's also really hard for the liver to process. And those small little juice containers have something like 18 grams of sugar in them. Well, that's over four teaspoons of sugar in one small box. And no parent would sit there and spoon four teaspoons of sugar into their child, but their child's drinking it and they don't realize it. Yes. And that's where looking at labels is so important. And this new labeling system coming by the end of 2022 in Canada is going to be really helpful to parents that are trying to, you know, be discerning and feed their children well. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, So I'm excited about that because sugar really is in everything. It's in so many things that don't need it. And it's because the food industry knows that it's highly addictive to human beings. Hence it's your cocaine. And They put it in on purpose because that fuels their bottom line because we like it and we want more, we buy more, right? As I say, we have a food industry that doesn't care about our health right there. They're looking at their bottom line and how to grow that, not how to keep our population healthy. Yes. So I just want you to share your story that you shared with me at the beginning, just in regards to um, your sister and the impact that all of your learning and you going through this sugar journey has had on her as well yeah so my sister doesn't she's very we're twins so we're we're exact opposites like she got the the metabolism gene I did not I have no metabolism so um within the last year I've been dripping over her, her over the years like as I learn I tell her and I get excited about it so I'm telling her and not pushing her towards anything or anything like that but just you know, keeping her informed and being like, this is really cool and really interesting. So within the last- Educating, really. Yeah, educating her. And like within the last three years, she's now educating me. Like, she's like, I've been reading labels and like, yeah, she's took taking sugar completely out of her her world and she's dropped 10 pounds, which who knew she had 10 pounds to drop, but you know, and- um, but it's great. She's feeling clearer. She's happier. She's 
dealing with stress a lot better than what she was. And yeah, I think she just woke up one morning and said, I feel like crap and I need to change. Right. And so she got on that and yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool to see, watch her, her journey as well. It's awesome. And I think you also yeah. said that she had said she has greater energy. She does. Yes. Yeah. And that's the interesting thing is because, you know, we eat sugar because our brain's asking for energy, but when we get stuck on that roller coaster ride, it actually leaves us with less energy in the long run. And anytime I get people off sugar, they're so surprised that they actually have more energy without it. Yes. And yeah, it's not something that people might realize up front, but in the end, it's draining our energy because we get stuck on this roller coaster cycle and poor sleep and high stress and all of that bogs us down. So I love that you were sharing that with your sister and educating her as you're doing educating others as well, because you just never know how the conversation you have with one person can impact their life and the ripple effect of that. And that's what I hope for this podcast too, is that in these conversations that I bring that people have ahas or they take away small action steps, or maybe it doesn't relate to them, but they know someone who's trying to kick the sugar habit and maybe they want to share this podcast with that person. So you will never know. I will never know the ripple effect of you showing up here today to do this podcast with me. So I really appreciate you being here. And um, just before we wrap up, I would love to ask you, what does don't wait for your wake up call mean to you? Um, uh, I guess another like, don't um, get on it right away. Don't, don't make the, don't make excuses not to change life's always going to be busy there's always going to be lots on your plate just jump in and do it you're you're going to be farther ahead getting getting control of your health than than waiting for those for your plate to be empty for the next family meal to be over you know there's always something that comes up and you've just got to jump in with both feet and do it and you'll you'll be happier with yourself because you did I love that it's so true don't wait right we yeah. have one life and our health is our greatest asset so exactly. if if you're not feeling great feeling like crap then start now start looking at what you can do and don't listen to someone who tells you that you have to live with this for your rest of your life because that isn't true. There's so much more that we can do in order to help people overcome whatever health struggle they're dealing with today. Yes. And what message would you like to leave with the audience to inspire them to do exactly that? Get started today. Um, I think to, to jump in with both feet and to be kind to yourself. Um, it's a journey. It's not going to happen overnight. Be kind to yourself you you are there's going to be slips and that's the most important piece too is um sugar will eventually not be in my life ever again <laughs> I, I guess other than a little bit of natural fruit fruit sugar but I mean yeah it's sorry I just blanked there <laughs> it's like as you said it's a journey so even mm -hmm. though you've been having sugar and you kind of spiraled down as a result of the car accident you're not where you were two years ago no, because you no. recognize the spiral and you can stop yourself and start getting yourself back on track before you go that far down. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it is a journey, but, the, and the most important thing is to get started now. 
And exactly, even though it's a journey, the body does heal really quickly. As we've talked about, you start to feel better really quickly, which motivates you to keep going. And the length of time that it takes for the body to heal is so much less than the length of time that it took your body to get here. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, it's just about choosing and or deciding that you're worth it and getting started today. Yeah, I love that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining me today and sharing your story around sugar with the audience. I am sure that this episode will inspire others to get started in kicking the sugar habit and recognizing that they can absolutely do this. And it it may not be perfect. It probably won't be perfect, but it can be done. Yes. And thank you for having me today. That was wonderful. My pleasure. And to all the listeners, see you here next time. Thanks for joining. And if this episode resonates, or now I don't even know the word. If this episode (laughs) is meaningful to you, please share it with anybody that it can benefit. Thank you for investing this time with me on the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. I'm so glad you joined in. If you can take two minutes to share this episode with someone you think can benefit and have a positive impact on their life, that would be wonderful. Please leave a review by going to your favorite podcast listening app and let me know what you enjoy or would like to hear more of. It will support me in my effort to bring the possibility of natural healing to a wider audience and help disrupt the sick care system we have today and make human health a global priority. Health is your true wealth.